Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. Hello and welcome to the Weekly Outlook at XM.com. Next week, there will be another set of crucial data releases, with the highlight being the minutes of the last FOMC meeting. We're also anticipating another rate hike from the RBNZ and business surveys from the Eurozone and the UK. I'm Maria Pachardavis, and joining me to discuss all this is Senior Investment Analyst Marius Hadjigiriakos. So Marius, let's start over in the US, where we'll get a great deal of data, with the FOMC minutes on Wednesday likely to attract the most attention. But before going into how this might impact the dollar, can you also give us a quick update regarding the recent inflation figures that came in last week and how markets responded? Certainly. Hello, Maria. So let's put it this way. It's been a disappointing, a relatively disappointing week for the dollar. So the dollar is about 20 week higher, but not in an impressive manner, not as much as you would expect uh, considering how strong the data we got uh, this week was. So let's take a step back. We got inflation data, consumer prices came in hotter than expected in January. And what I want to focus on is not the headline or the core number, but the metric that the Fed told us that they care most about, and that is services inflation, excluding shelter. So basically the story is, Chairman Powell at the last Fed meeting told us, look, we know that goods prices are on the decline. We also know that rents are hot today, but considering that house prices are falling, we think that category is going to cool down. So the uncertainty is really about services inflation without uh, shelter. And that metric rose by 7.2% from last year. So it really suggests that We're still in the early days of the inflation battle. The battle is not won yet. And producer prices told us a very similar story uh, later in the week. Similarly, we got another strong batch of retail sales from the US that told us that consumer demand is still doing very well. So the narrative is that inflation is not dead yet. We still have some road ahead of us. And markets responded to all of this by pushing the peak the expected peak in Fed interest rates to a new cycle high of almost 5.3% right now. And the market participants also priced out the rate cuts that they expected at the end of this year. So a very strong move in Fed expectations in bond markets, but not such a strong move in the dollar. The dollar's advance was not very impressive. It outperformed the yen, which is very sensitive to yields, but it barely hit new highs against the euro, for example, which is it's a little bit worrisome when you see this relative underperformance. Now, we're going to find out next week, Maria, whether this was just a, a short-term trading anomaly, let's say, or something more ominous with the release of the upcoming U.S. data, you already pointed out, of course, most of the focus will be on the FOMC minutes. And I see the case for a slightly hawkish reaction in the market. So this was the meeting when the Fed chief, Chairman Powell, told us a disinflationary impulse had started to emerge. And that, of course, sent the dollar lower at the meeting. However, 
Since that meeting, the tone of most Fed officials has been much more hawkish. Most of them have stressed that interest rates might need to go higher than what they previously thought. So if the minutes reflect something similar, it could reinforce uh, the recent moves that we've seen in the markets. Turning to New Zealand now, the RBNZ will meet on Wednesday for its first rate-setting decision of 2023. What are we likely to hear from policymakers there, and how might it impact the New Zealand dollar? Yeah, so uh, New Zealand, the Reserve Bank of New Zealand, is widely expected to raise interest rates by 50 basis points. That's already fully priced in. So the focus for the markets will be what do they signal about the terminal rate? The last time they met, they signaled the terminal rate is going to be is going to be 5.5 percent. Now, if they revise that number higher, that probably uh, is positive for the New Zealand dollar. On the other hand, if they leave it unchanged, we are likely to see a slightly uh, negative reaction. If I had to choose, I think they are more likely to push that terminal rate higher because the New Zealand economy is exceptionally hot right now. The labor market is on fire and unemployment is near historic lows, while the labor force participation rate is at a record high. Wages are rising at a record pace. Inflation is still really hot and inflation expectations are very elevated. So on balance, I think I think that there's a case that they could push their terminal rate above 5.5%, in which case we could see a, a positive reaction in the Kiwi. And finally, we'll get the latest business surveys out of the Eurozone and the UK on Tuesday. What are we expecting and what potential reaction might we see in the Euro and the Pound? Those are, are two different economies in a sense. So look, business surveys are always important. They, they'll give us a, an update into the economic outlook. How do corporations view the, the economic landscape? Now, the last time we got these surveys from Europe, from the Eurozone, they painted a rosier picture. They essentially signaled that growth had, had started to improve a little bit, and they even suggested that the Eurozone might escape a recession after all. And that has been very beneficial for the Euro. I think it has been one of the uh, main reasons the Euro has performed so well uh, in recent months. Now, the problem with that is that most of the progress in the Eurozone economy has been due to warmer weather. And the warmer weather calming concerns about the energy crisis and pushing electricity prices lower. On the other hand, new business orders kept falling, which suggests new business orders are a forward-looking measure of economic growth. So if they are falling, that tells us that economic growth will probably be weak in the coming quarters, even if the Eurozone economy dodges the recession. So I will be looking out for what uh, new business orders do, and if we continue uh, seeing them decline, that would be a negative sign uh, for the euro. Now, for the UK, the situation is much worse. Uh, Britain has a bigger inflation problem to deal with. Electricity prices have risen more than in Europe. You've got Brexit, worker shortages, adding upward pressure on wages. So you've got a bigger inflation problem, but at the same time, economic growth is weaker. Um, the IMF and the Bank of England already expect a recession in the UK. 
Now for the pound, I think that all of this paints a gloomy outlook. It is the weakest major economy right now. The markets think the Bank of England is going to pause its tightening cycle soon and the pound has a, a very tight correlation with stock markets, which I think leaves it exposed to a sell-off considering the valuations in US stock markets are quite expensive and that earnings growth is now negative. Marios, thanks so much. And thanks for joining us at XM.com for this weekly outlook. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.